Welcome to Tea and Teaching, the educational podcast you can listen to with a cup of tea. I'm Arthur Moore, and with me, as always, it's Mike Harrowell. Hi, Mike. Hi, Arthur. Uh, are you ready, Mike, for a bonus episode today? Let's bonus away. Let's <laughs> yes, let's bonus away. That was the script we agreed beforehand. So, Mike, we are going to talk all about 500 words 2023 today and to talk about that it's not just me and you we are joined by simon hunt simon welcome to team teaching hi guys thanks for having me on uh do you want to give us a quick background to who you are and then we'll go into all about 500 words yeah well simon that's my human name um because i'm a teacher for most of the weeks from monday to thursday i'm a primary school teacher so that's my teacher name mr hunt my human name is Simon. So for the purposes of the rest of the interview, you can use my human name. Just I hope my kids at school don't find out about that. They're always obsessed with finding out what your human name is. So um, I'm a teacher. I teach Monday to Thursday in a mixed year three, four class at a school called Tottington Primary School. So we're an inclusive school for children with physical disabilities. Um, so we're a little bit different, but that's kind of how I like it. So um, I've got some wonderful kids. I've been teaching all day today. We had a staff meeting today as well. So I had a busy day, but for the purpose of this interview and because we're promoting and talking about the 500 words, uh, I wanted to be part of it and just to sort of spread and put it out there that the 500 words is back and it's bigger than ever before. Yeah, for those listening, we are recording quite late. So Mike and Simon, who have been working hard in schools, they are putting in an absolute shift. But Simon, for those who don't know about 500 words, because there probably are people listening who don't know, do you want to give us the big sale? What is... BBC's 500 Words. So the 500 Words is a competition for children in Key Stage 1 and Key Stage 2 to submit a story. Um, there's chances for prizes. There's all sorts of you can win the height of the, I think it's the height of Lenny Henry in books is first place. The second place is the height of uh, Camilla because she's a little bit shorter. So that's why that's why the prize is different. And so there's lots of prizes, but at the, at the, at the root of it all, it's about getting children creative and writing for the pleasure and for the fun of it. And that's what it's about because um, when I was in primary school, I had loads of ideas. Um, I was always worried about spelling and grammar and that kind of restricted my creativity side of it and this competition isn't about spelling and grammar it's about ideas about getting creative and about writing that's exactly what it does and you know I've I've done this in my class with my class we've done it in school as a whole school um, and lots of our children have entered already and it's just the buzz around writing and just just writing for pleasure and that's what it's about for me and that's what it's about for the kids as well and as a teacher you know quite often you'll be teaching lessons and you you sometimes can be quite restricted in what you're teaching because you've got to teach the grammatical structures, you've got to teach the spelling, you've got to teach you know, talk about handwriting. But this kind of takes that away and it kind of releases the teacher a little bit as well because you can just, uh, you know, you can just get creative. And also you can, um, you can also find out a little bit about your children as well because it's at the start of the year. Um, it's an opportunity for me to go, right, right, guys, you can just get right and let's see what you can do. And then I can use that. And if I spot, you know, I'm, I'm already looking at the writing that children have done. And I've already spotted a few little things that I think, well, I can use that as part of my teaching throughout the rest of the year because I've spotted sort of different threads throughout the, the class. So I can use that as part of my teaching going forward. Sounds amazing. And it sounds like a real opportunity for, for students to express themselves. Uh, for someone who's never heard of this, I know Arthur's really shocked about that. Um, someone, can you tell us if they're set, kind of um, group of topics they can talk about or is it just students can talk about whatever they want 
they can write about what so it's about they can write about what interests them i mean on the founded words website so if you're as a teacher thinking about how do i how do i sort of start with this if you go to the founded words website there is resources there to help for ages five to seven and seven to eleven and if you're in a class so i'm in a mixed year three four so i've got some children that were in year year two last year so i've been dipping into some of the resources from um the year five to seven as well so there's lots of resources to help you as a teacher and there's some videos that you can talk that talks about building plot and there's lots of story starter ideas as well so there's lots on the website there to help you but there's also a virtual staff room as well so the virtual staff room is a part of the website which will help teachers to help you know teach the 500 words to sort of make it part of your class and make it part of your your lessons and just a bit of guidance and support of how to enter as well and there's so much from bbc teachers there there's some live lessons that you can go back and watch in there there's some ideas of like where you can start from um and it's just an open com- competition i remember a lot of people remember from a few years ago when it was on uh bbc radio and you could listen to these stories and it was absolutely amazing i still remember some of the stories there was one about head lice written by a six-year-old that was absolutely incredible mm-hmm. um so simon in terms of like the nuts and bolts um mm-hmm. they've got 500 words but then where do the students what do they need to submit them when how long do they have what do they need to do in that in that stage so the competition runs to the 10th of november so they've got i mean we're only in what october oh yeah we're in october now so we've got another month left you can submit online so there's when you go to the website there's a how to submit section so it tells you everything you need to know of how to submit the story it's got to be typed um again but that what i've found as well because it's typed those children that would not want to maybe necessarily enter because it's got to be handwritten and they're very conscious about the handwriting it takes that barrier away it removes that and it's and it's a, a way as well as we often teach typing skills in school and it's a way of children you know typing and practicing their typing skills and it's yeah and it's entered sorry i've kind of lost what i'm saying there guys <laughs> i feel like i've lost my train of thought then i thought my daughter was about to walk in then she i could hear her hovering just there but it's because she's keen to hear about the 500 <laughs> words, Simon. So this yeah, is, she is. And she um, knows it. <laughs> so we're talking about the processes of entering. And then when they go on, there's some awesome people judging these. You can get your story judged by people like Mary Blackman and stuff like that. There's some amazing people going to be reading these stories. And the whole point is just to promote young people just telling the stories that they want to tell. So it's not about if you're not great at writing, as you said, or spelling grammar. We take that out. and It's all about the, the story. Simon, you mentioned you work in a, a school working with um, students. How do you kind of bring this into a more inclusive environment, this idea of 500 words? Yeah, so um, with the technology that's out there now, we use that technology to help help children. Because what I have is I have some children with um, some dys- with dyslexia, some children that struggle to sort of put pen to paper. They have amazing ideas. But often it's the process of getting ideas from the head down onto paper that can be the barrier. So what we do is we have children that have a, we have iPads, but you can have different devices and you just, you can, I mean, you can use different devices, but you can talk and dictate. So what my children do is they talk into their device and they dictate their ideas and it's typed for them. And then they've still got their ideas. So it's still their words. It's still their stories. We're just using the technology out there to help them get those ideas down. Because what would happen before is they'd have this amazing idea. They'd start to write, but then the idea would be lost or they'd struggle with the writing by doing it this way it removes those barriers i also have um a child who um 
he's one of those children that can get distracted by the slightest thing. He's a bit of a fidget midget. He's all over the place sometimes and he can get really distracted. So what we do with him and what's worked really well is we use white noise. So he has a headset on and he listens to white noise while he's writing. And when he listens to white, white noise and he listens to a stream, that's his favorite one. He really likes a stream noise. And um, he just plugs into a device, listens to a stream, and then he writes and he's then he's in the zone. So we do that with him as well. And it's really interesting watching because he's one of those children that takes the you know the automatic like take the shoes off and they're sort of fidgeting around. And um writing used to be a struggle for him, but when we put the headset on him, the white noise, he, he automatically clicks and he's writing there and he's got some amazing his ideas are wonderful. And um, I think one of the important things is as well with um, writing stories, I always talk to my children about stories are meant to be read back to you. They're meant to be read aloud. They're not meant to stay on paper. And so getting the children to read the stories aloud to the class, back to you. Um, one of the videos actually on the um, BBC website, it talks about reading aloud, gives you tips and, and tips, and it talks to you about why don't you read into a mirror and sort of read aloud, and then you can sort of edit and improve your story by reading it back to you. It's a really interesting sort of way to do it. And we've done that in class as well. And Sam, I'm just interested from a kind of a primary teacher's perspective. You said mm. like you've already kind of done this. So I listened to this podcast. Maybe I wasn't aware of this, and this is something I want to go and do with my class. Like how much is this going to take me ages to get ready for? Is this going to take me ages to do? Like how how much time am I thinking about to do this 500 words for my class? See, that's always the thing, isn't it? Because we're always like stretched for time, but it's, it's not as much effort as you would think. So there is the guidance on there. So you could do it two ways. You could enter it for your class. You do it as a class, you know, you can do it as a class, right? And then as a teacher can enter for the children. And you just upload onto the explains how to do it, but upload it onto the website. Or what you can do, which I know some schools have done, um, the children have written the stories down in school, and then school have sent like a letter home to say, right, you can enter at home, and lots of children have entered at home as well. And I think one of the winners last time um did it that did it that way. So she entered, I can't remember her name, but she entered in school. Um, she had, she written in the story in school and then she entered when she was at home. And if you go on the website, one of her stories that are read by uh, one of the authors, it's her that um, won one of the prizes. I can't remember exactly which one, but that's how she entered. So Mike, as someone who hadn't heard of, somehow hadn't heard of 500 words before, are, are you sold? Are you keen? Absolutely. I mean, it's such a good idea to get students just expressing themselves um, in a really, I guess, kind of, unjudge worthy way but they're still getting judged there's prizes available but they don't feel like they're doing it uh, and being kind of um yeah marked on their work it's an opportunity just to go and express themselves i think it sounds like an amazing idea and do you know there's what as well what was really interesting sorry what was really interesting is that when we did the with and did the competition so we did lots of writing i read some of the children's stories and i'd known them by this point so it was week four fourth weekend so i felt like i got got to know the children about their interests about what they're really interested in because by reading the stories just by going right you guys write what, what you want they tend to write about what they're interested in the type of stories the things they're interested in so i felt like as a teacher i got to know my children through reading their stories and then i would talk to them about some of the things they said or some of the things they're interested in and i'd find out one of them really liked paddleboarding and i go paddleboarding as well so we had a little chat about that and we just i wouldn't have known that had it not been from I think he did an adventure where he was on a paddleboard that went through a cave into another world or another dimension or something like that. Um, but I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't given the children the opportunity to just 
right for for pleasure and that's that's quite it was quite nice to sort of have those little mini connections through the writing and through the competition there's a lovely line on the website Simon that just says they're just being encouraged to use creativity and imagination to write a story that they would love to read and I think that really sums up the whole idea Mm. of 500 words um Simon thank you so much for taking time out of your evening to come and talk to us about 500 words it's an absolutely awesome thing to do if you just type in 500 words BBC you'll find all the links um Simon if people have listened to this and they want to find out more about you when where can they go and find out more about you so um I so I have a Twitter Simon James Hunt so that's my Twitter page my Facebook page Mr Hunt from the front that's something I've, I started a few years ago and I post some of my ideas and that's kind of how I got into you know working with the BBC but it's also um yeah Mr Hunt from the front if you type that in that'll be me and I, I'm kind of stuck with that name now I kind of I started I put that down a few years ago and I was like oh just Mr Hunt from the front I'm on the front line of teaching and put that and it's kind of stuck now so yeah that that's me uh sounds awesome simon thank you so much for taking the time to come and join us this evening mike i hope you are sold on 500 words absolutely absolutely sounds done a fantastic you'll be job. writing your own right mike uh i'm unfortunately i'm not in key stage one or two oh. but if i was i would be oh. i was gonna say mike and don't like get anyone entering in for you pretending it's um you know it's for, it's not you and it's for someone yeah so make sure yeah we are aware that this could happen so make sure you uh, get the kids to enter but yeah and there you can goes still write. Mark. Do you know what, Mike? If you want to write yourself a story, still write for yourself. Give yourself, you know, you can still write a story. Who knows? This is the problem, Simon. He stifles my creativity <laughs> every pod. And and on that <laughs> glorious note about creativity and me stifling creativity, uh, Mike will be quiet. Simon, it's been a pleasure having you on the pod. Uh, <laughs> listeners, just Thank type you. in BBC 500 words and go and do it um, because it's awesome. Uh, we'll speak to you next time. for listening to this episode of tea and teaching if you've enjoyed the content of this episode please feel free to share it with other educators and if you're able to please leave a review on the platform and as always thank you for listening to tea and teaching